You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a What A Night. We've got a very fun show ahead with uh, two Coy's boys, Sean Walsh, Hunter Godson. What's going on, lads? How are you both? Yeah, not too bad, mate. You know, just uh, just getting on with it now. You know, life is starting to return to normal in in ways. And uh, yeah, it's, it's all right. Yeah, so we boy. Yeah, I uh, had a little weekend away in Brighton with a few friends. Um, nice oh, boxing. nice. I'm back and refreshed, ready to go, ready to get annoyed by Spurs again. So, you should... <laughs> why is that? Why is it automatically that that you are predisposed to be ready to be upset by coys? <sighs> I don't know. It's something <laughs> built in, isn't it? It's like there's only two sides of Tottenham in pre-season. Oh no, here they come, and oh good, it's ending. <laughs> is that just the season as well, Shawnee? That yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Mm. I'm like honestly, I I was sort of we'll go. Do you know what? we'll come on to the friendly, um and, and sort of dissect it a little bit. Um, just in general, what has been uh, what's been going on in the last seven days since we since we spoke about Spurs? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been we we we've actually had a bit of respite, haven't we, from the constant stream of links to a million players? It does feel like it's been relatively quiet on the. On the Spurs front, doesn't it? It is one of those seasons because there's a new manager in at Spurs, and it always happens with any. You just get you just get linked with anyone and everyone who's had even the sort of slightest, uh, slightest news story come up against them. Which you know, I'm not, I'm not against. But as I said a couple of weeks ago, I'm not one for the sort of furor of the transfer market. I wish it was all done in 24 hours. I think that would be way yeah. more fun. Uh, God, like, imagine that. Yeah, exactly. Like 24, One, 24 hours. hours. Just mental, like, see where everyone ends up. Like a game of Monopoly. It's a free-for-all. It's a game Do you of... ever do... Do you do the thing where you trace transfers? Like, when the stories come out, where you sort of trace them back to try and work what, out the see? veracity <laughs> of, like, what on earth has happened? That's actually... Really, do you know what? There should be an independent checker who goes back and sees who actually called it. And then... And then they should be... 
believed going Lauded. forward. Yeah, they yeah. Get, you like, get McDonald's style stars. You get <laughs> yeah. It's like those Monopoly games at McDonald's. You collect them all, and then if you collect them all, you're the transfer god. <laughs> at the moment, we just have to go with whatever is present. Whoever's like omnipresent and seems to be the one who's always following everything. I can't. I and... can't believe how much of a, like a brand thing Fabrizio has turned. Here we go into. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's trying to slip it into every. breakfast. Here we go. Yeah, he's like he's he's now referring to it as like a, a in like. The future. Th- he's like, and if, if this all goes through, then we will have a here we go. I'm like, it's not. A, it's not. A, you can't talk about it in that sense. Yeah, you that. watch now. It's gonna be on YouTube compilations. Fabrizio's top ten. Here we go. <laughs> by, by next summer, we're gonna have merchandise. Yeah, yeah, merchandise is next summer, isn't it? On... Yeah, H W G on yeah. everything. Branded content. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to ask you both before we get into the friendly. What uh, the first. Spurs friendly that you went to was and whether you did any of the pre-seasons because there is this kind of cool feel at the moment to uh, to the friendlies the fact that they're all within shooting distance so we got Watford on the 5th but the three friendlies before Watford are all very much kind of domestic old school 90s friendlies I wonder whether you two went to any when you were younger that were in this ilk I used to go to quite a lot of under 21 games uh, England and I guess at Tottenham as well, but mainly, mainly friendly wise, it's mainly England. In terms of friendlies for Spurs, my dad, I don't think he was ever really that into going to the pre season stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know why England, I think England in the 90s just had a, a different feel about it before the noughties, anyway. So it was like if you went to an under 21s game, there was a lot of talent on show, and he was always really excited about the next sort of next, next gen he's coming through. But with Spurs, it was uh, we went to a lot of Premier League games, a lot of bad Premier League games, but no, not many uh, pre-season friendlies. Surely, did you ever do any of them? Yeah, I remember. I think it was the second game I ever went to White Hart Lane was 2006. It was against Real Sociedad, and it was absolutely tipping it down. I was so drenched wet. I think we won two one in the end. Um, but I was, I think, because it was the second time I went, I was absolutely desperate to just get back to the lane and kind of have that feel of a match day again. And I think when I asked my dad if we could go, he was like, really friendly? Do we, do we have to? Do we have to? Someone's um, I... got to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that someone was Sean Wall. Yeah. I, I, but I, I guess it paid off in the end because with, it, with him, um, um, since then, for the last few summers, like we tend to go and follow Spurs in like, the preseason tours like abroad and stuff. Oh mate, that oh, sounds like, great. Like we went to Norway in twenty sixteen when we absolutely smacked into up and down. Yeah, and that lovely. was really cool. because like, Norway's a beautiful country, it also is a really beautiful city. Yeah, we went to yeah, yeah. Singapore last year as well. That was really, really Did good. you? You went we you played, went we played out. Mate, for the Audi Cup. Were you there for Harry Kane? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, right behind that goal as well. And we were with because oh, my, my dad was a twin who supports Arsenal. Oh really? So it was really great. Like so you're calling Chesney a wanker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was really, really great. Yeah. I, I, that I was really was fulfilling, good. wasn't it? Seeing Chesney yeah. rolled up in the net like that. That's when we thought that we oh, were going to have a good season. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> that was where our season this peaked is all working last year. Out. <laughs> this is all working out, and we were about to be linked with the Bala. Well, I remember um, that was I, and Dombele got an assist after about three seconds just, of coming yeah, on the yeah, pitch yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, 
So I've got an interesting story for uh, first friendly that I went to, or one of the first ones that I went to. I went to um, Spurs versus St Albans City at St Albans. Much um, little ground, that, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, the it, North it was. The North London Derby. St Albans would never consider themselves a part of no, London. God no, <laughs> commuter belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, leafy suburbs. It's actually, the, I think it is the smallest city in the country. Fun fact. Um, but uh, I remember watching the game, and I, I sort of was mortified because my dad, my dad said, "Like, look, look, look come along, it'd be great. You watch Spurs." And like at that age, I can remember I was maybe five or six, so I would have done anything to go and watch Tottenham. Mm. I was expecting the full team to be playing. Turns out we put out some tin pot side <laughs> that barely had anyone that I recognised apart from Ian Walker in goal. And I remember my dad saying... Your favourite player, like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my dad saying at full time, he's like, look, you could... at the end, everyone will just like go on the pitch. So you can just run onto the pitch and, mm. and go and like try and get an autograph for one of the players. So like, I sort of took him at his word, though I did feel quite uncomfortable about the idea of pitch invading, age six. And he was like, no, 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 it's fine. Had a little autograph book with me and everything. Full time whistle goes. I jumped the fence thinking that was what you should do, like because everyone was going to do it. No one else did it. <laughs> no one else did it. And I remember getting tackled by this steward, age six. And he was like, What would you think you're going? I was like, Oh, we're all going to get Ian Walker. We're going to get Ian Walker. I don't even so really want to. <laughs> it was like that bit in old school where I was like, Everyone's doing it. Yeah, yeah, everyone's <laughs> doing it. Come on. Through the quad into the gymnasium. Um, anyway, so I've rather basically got like a r- earliest arrest, age six. And you've taken never recovered. Off by the steward. Yeah, carried off trying to get Ian Walker's autograph. God, what? And that was pretty much where my friendly life peaked what a waste Spurs. of a arrest i know if you're gonna get if you're gonna get banged up for something don't let it be that no, carrying a it. carrying a biro and an autograph <laughs> who would have been there 96 that was it night wait 96 stuart nethercott yeah oh yeah very nice yeah the, Scored like he scored an own goal from about twenty yards. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, frightening game. But it really, were, really, what I think Ian Walker might have been, um, might have been one of the only sort of first senior team. Boys. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was, it was a really that like, it was a good laugh. Let's do a, a quick oh what a night. Um, because we haven't done one of these in ages. Yeah, go on. Um, and I was gonna do, I was going to do, um. The oh what a night from last year, as in winners of the Audi Cup, but unfortunately, Shawnee, you were there, which is cheating. No, I wasn't there for that. I was, I was there for um, the UV game. That was it. Oh, you were, yeah, for the UV. Right, okay. Mm. So let's go against. Do you know what? We'll make it even more fun. Spurs two, Bayern Munich two. We won on penalties. Can you name who took penalties for Spurs? There were six penalties. And I think you'll probably get three of these. And I think you might not get... Oh, no, it's seven penalties. It ended 6-5. So I think you'll get maybe three or four of these. And then we might need a hand. So I'll give you their ones. So their ones were Alaba, who missed. Thiago scored. Muller scored. Sanchez scored. Lewandowski scored. Singh scored. Boateng missed. For Spurs, can you tell me who were the penalty takers? Very family fortunes, this one. Oh, this is tough. Well, do you want to? Do you want to go? For, I'll let you go first, Shawnee. Yeah, the, I know the one who missed. I think. Oh, do you? 
Um, I think it was Christian Eriksen. Why do you remember that, Sean? You've, I feel like you've got a tale to tell. I think it was because everyone was getting mad at him. It was like, oh, he clearly doesn't care. <laughs> he missed his penalty pre-season. Get him out. <laughs> sure, <laughs> like, sure. He scored, he scored so a really good goal that game as well. People were going about... He did. The pen. I was like, oh. It did. Put us 2-0 up. Um, yeah. So, Ericsson missed. What's this? Obvious one for who scored. Well, Hurricane's going to score, isn't he? He's going to kick it really hard. <laughs> now... First penalty, mm. I would not have predicted who would have taken the first one. I don't remember. Actually, it. no. Tell a lie. Yeah, no. I, I just would never have picked. Toby Adavaro took the first penalty. Clean striking technique. I bet he passed Very it. Very true. Passed it top bins. Yeah, or like lent and cut it into the top <laughs> Yeah, corner. yeah. Like a 60-yard well, All you need to do is go and put bin. like, I don't know, put... Sonny just like in the stand <laughs> behind it. him, yeah. and he's like, "Yes, hit me!" <laughs> he just pings it perfectly, top, top right. Um, number four should know this. Another striker or another forward. That's what? Not Sonny. Sonny, yep. Number five, I would not have, uh, would have not got this. So this is one of the the younger players. So this was Rolls. Rolls. Oh, yeah. Are you took a pen. Yeah, now number six. Oh, I remember that. It, it, it was all the young guys stepped forward to take penalties, didn't they? I imagine yes. Skip probably oh. took one. Skip took number six. But who took the winning penalty, number seven? I actually remember who took it as well. Go it on. was our boy, wasn't it? It was Jaffet. Well remembered. Yeah. Good stuff. So I'm starting so memory... to remember this because I think, did um, did Afonso Davis score? Was he no. playing? Oh, so did he score in the game? Yeah, in he scored the game. in the game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Like, I think I've Do you know what? I, it was actually a good little run of games in pre-season last year. I'm Googling do you it remember, Do you remember that Marcelo made that horror pass to uh, Ramos in against Real Madrid and we won 1-0? Harry Kane scored and I was like, yep, we're going to win the league. This is it. This is the, this <laughs> this is the, is the one. This is the one it's we're done. finally... Right. Let's let's dive into the friendly from the other day. So, a little bit of goss, just because I was quite fortunate in, in being there. Mm. When Ipswich said they were going to play two teams, yeah, I wasn't that fussed at the beginning. I thought, well, it doesn't really matter or affect us. What was annoying is that they played their strong team in the second half. And that's when we didn't create very much. Not as right. much, but... That was off the back of us having played 45 minutes and then brought on a lot of youngsters and younger players mm. and then them bringing on a fully fresh first team, essentially, so, to come out and face face the younger guys. So, so that, good, that is almost, the caveat. Sorry, go on, mate. I was just going to say, that's almost a good thing, though, then, right? That the young guys yeah. then were able to sort of... Uh, not but hold their own against it's I mean you know it's it's which they what they came 10th in the league one last year but you know those are those are some Still some decent. professional players who yeah you know in the championship two years ago or a year and a half ago it's you know some of these guys 16 the guy we just signed from Wigan um Ollie Watkins is that his name Sean the 16 year old we got from not not him um I can't remember Joe something, isn't it? I've Joe forgotten what his name is. Something, I can't remember. We can top them. So the, the ones that I picked out, the youngs that I picked out, were Dane Scarlett, who I thought Alfie was Devine. sharp. <laughs> Alfie Devine. Um, 
uh, yeah, Dane Scarlett, who was excellent mm. and re- playing off the shoulder and very quick and good link up play. And going right who, to the top with a name like that. Yeah, yeah, who really, Clive Allen said he's either going to make it as a Spurs player or move to Hollywood, which I thought was uh, <laughs> because of his name. That's insane. I don't even he's know who's going to have him. But, um, but he was excellent. He was really, really, really good. Um, Sirkin was good. Yeah. Is that how you say um, it? I think so. Yeah. Well, that's what I've heard other people saying, and yeah. that's what the announcer said at the time. There you go. Um, but the one that I picked out the most was Jack Clark. So I, I saw I saw extended highlights. I have to say I missed the second half because I was on a train, but I saw the first half. And he, yeah, the, the extended highlights were mainly highlights of him getting in behind his man and putting in some really nice crosses. And, he, you know... He had he had by all accounts quite a hard time at QPR. Didn't get played at Leeds, so I think it's I think we, Spurs might have a really good option of a younger player coming through there on the right wing. We don't have a plethora of talent on the right wing. It's just Lucas Moura clearly doesn't isn't going to play as a winger. Going to play more as a right midfielder. Eric Lamella now plays more centrally than he than when we bought him, and he was technically a right winger. So yeah, there is there is a spot in the Spurs squad I think for like a, a tricky winger, and and he might he might just fill it. I I quite enjoy the idea of someone facing up a defender and going right. We'll go one on one, and I'll go inside or I'll go outside. But actually, then having a bit of end product on the end of it because I still I still feel with Sonny on on the left that he's very much an inverted wide forward. Right, he's an inside forward that's drifting in looking to get on into a shooting position, um, whereas. I never felt like Lucas was a winger. Mm-mm. I felt that he was a grafter and someone that would potentially find himself in pockets of space and cause a bit of damage with his quick feet, but never like, right, I'm going to get to the byline and put in a worldie of a cross and, and whip one back. Um, Shawnee, what did you think of uh, of what you saw from from the highlights from the other day of, of any of the younger boys? And did you see any of Jack Clark? I didn't see any of the youngsters. I only saw, I only saw the goals. So right, that tell the, the what, what gassed you up from the goals? Um, it looked like we were properly pressing, and it looked yes. like I think we discussed last week. I think didn't we? Like, how are we going to set up when we're with the team that has the ball? Whether the team with the team that's expected to dominate, are we going to press as much as we used to? And yeah, it was nice to see pressing because it was really aggressive, wasn't it? Like really kind of getting at them, chopping at them. Yeah, in and set, our first preseason friendly, when it, you you think it'd be just about the fitness, but we were really going hard at them. Yeah, set by Deli Ali, who looked really sharp, who mm. was pushing from the top of the pitch, and set from the midfield by Hoiberg, who who had a very very tidy first half from what I saw. Like a very obviously, like you said, it wasn't Ipswich's best team, and we want to dominate them, and we did dominate them. And um, yeah, I mean, all all in all, I think as a first first run out, you've got to be quite happy with that. Hoiberg was good, wasn't he? He, he, he like he was um, he got well didn't get an, an assist, but he won the ball back for the the high press and the Delhi goal. But also, just again like a little kind of bird's eye. I, I was trying to do player cam on him and actually watch him like you know how you do whenever you make a new signing and you overhype every single thing that he does. Oh yeah. Um, but he was really really good at the simple stuff. Win the ball back. Release someone else, stay in position, and make sure that he's ready for any time a ball's cleared. And we haven't had someone do that for a while. It's it's 
it's was almost freeing as well for the other players. What we spoke about before, you could see other players playing playing a role that they probably felt more comfortable with because Hoiberg's doing that dog work. That it's not that players don't want to do it. It's just they didn't feel comfortable in that position, and they will still do it. We know that Winksy can do it. We know that these other central midfielders can do it. But it is a specialist thing as well, though, right? It's not like I know it's also not the most cru- like attractive and creative thing, but it's rare that you get someone that is a specialist in all of those areas that we need. Yeah, and you'd see, you see teams like Arsenal, for instance, who have for years have been like, oh, we need that player, we need that player. And what they tend to do, which is what I think lots of teams tend to do, is they tend to sort of say, well, we also need them to be this as well. And yeah, what you get by do, yeah, what you get by doing they that is you lose, yeah, you lose one of <laughs> you lose one of the two elements. Um, when really, if you just have an out and out sort of like a like a Nemanja Matic, what he what he's been over the years, like it can you can just allow as long as you have those creative players in your team, it can allow them the freedom to go and play. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you, Haynesy, which. I, from what I saw, um, Jedson was having a really good game from right back. That's something I really did not expect to ever say in my adult life. And I just wondered what, what it sort of looked like from inside the stadium. Yeah, no, he, he was he was uh, very good um, in, I would say, the same way that you were really just discussing about the Arsenal issue. Mm. Athletically good, quick, decent on the ball. Um, positionally okay, but what was interesting to me is that Jason's not a he's not a right back. You know, he did a job, and he will do a job. I'm sure he'll do a job a number of times this season. Um, and given the way in which we play with this kind of lopsided four, a three with one ahead, that kind of works. The thing that with Jensen is that, that and I'm sure. I mean, there's, you'd be hard pushed to find a, a Tottenham fan that would say that Jetson is a world-class uh, crosser of a ball, you know, and that and that for me is what I think that right-back position has to be all about. If we're going to be lopsided and we're going to say that person is going to be a little bit further forward and a creative outlet, they've got to match up to what Sonny can do on the other side, mm. for example, that level of quality. And if it's not going to be running at defenders, then it has to be finding excellent passes, whipping crosses into the box so that was for me he put a couple of decent crosses in actually but I, like I, he's nowhere near Trippier's level for example in mm. terms of crossing a ball in but where he was good physicality he didn't get beaten for for pace at any point and um and that he was very capable able I think that's one of those things that like if we don't sign a right back he'll find himself filling in a lot there by the looks of things Hmm. Interesting. Definitely. I mean, Why, like, how do you feel about that? Do you like? I don't. I'm still. I'm still of the belief that in, unless you have two good fullbacks in the Premier League, you're not going to win. You're not going to even compete because of how how the league has set up now. You even look at like yeah, Wolves. Wolves have two of the best fullbacks in the league, and it's no surprise that they've been they've been performing really well because of it. I genuinely believe. Fine, Jetson can. We know we know he can play right back now. We know that a few Jaffet and Tanganga can play right back. We know that Juan Foyt was supposedly going to play. Who, who by all accounts, had a pretty good game. He as had well. a very good game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you really know my thoughts on Foyt. You know all of our thoughts on Foyt. I think there's a real player in there. I hope he gets the opportunity to sort of show that. Wouldn't be surprised year. if he went out on loan to Leeds. By the way, would love that. Again, exactly that, yeah. the sort of exactly the sort of player that they would be interested in. I think. I think I think 
we we're realistic now. Mourinho has changed a policy which I didn't I didn't think was great from Poch. I didn't like the the loan policy that he had, as in we don't loan out players. I can understand I can understand it. I didn't enjoy it. I think that it really damaged some players. Um, and if if Juan Foyt isn't going to get the game time at Spurs, well, let's send him out on loan because what we might get is one amazing season. Then you have a player who's worth thirty million quid. Well, look at Ben White. White. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. Yeah. And and even for Spurs, that is a great investment. Then we've bought a player. It hasn't quite worked out, but we've turned over and we've made a profit. What going into this weekend? I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but we're playing back-to-back games across two days. Yes. So that would kind of encourage the idea that we're potentially going to play two very different 11s. What? would be dream scenario for you if you had to say this is just the one thing that I'd love to see this weekend with two weeks to go until the start of the season with one more friendly to go what would that be? Shawnee you go first mate uh, and Dombele back running for a full 90 minutes showing that he's actually fit please God but I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to caveat that Sean imagine that with Hoybier behind and Les Celso as the kind of like ball carrier like that's that's racy. I know. You know what? It came to me there. We were talking about Delhi. Like we always talked about. Oh, Hoiberg can release or like unlock Lascelles and Dombele, but we haven't really thought about Delhi because if we if we are moving forward with a four three three, then it's harder to fit Delhi in. But if Hoiberg is a much better kind of sitter than we thought, then it makes it easier to bring him back into the fold and get into those pockets of spaces that he's so good at finding. Mm. And without kind of that being at detriment to the team. And so, because he, he wasn't in the England squad today, Delhi. Mm-hmm. But I do think, I think that he will go to the Euros because I just trust that he will find it within himself to have a good season. I think it's good for him not to be yeah. in that squad right now. Yeah, yes, so do he I. Needs something, he needs something to be driving at, you know, yeah. otherwise... Again, I've said what what happened with Kane and him having the, the months off, I think that will help him going into this season. And the same with Delhi, he got an injury and what has now turned into a really extended break for him. He got his four week holiday, which is I think they absolutely deserve a month off, these guys, regardless of what other people think. Um and I think, yeah, I really hope people kept saying the word sharp on Saturday, and I think with Delhi you can really tell if you're gonna get what we, what we as Tottenham fans see as Delhi, or what a lot of the rest of the English media see as Delhi. Not media, that's wrong. I think the English media. The, the version of, but I know what you mean the version of Delhi that is kind of like in the, the general popular. Yes, yeah, you know, yeah. Where he's over view to be overhyped, over, yeah, over, sure. overhyped, over. Oh, he's nowhere near as good. But for years, we we turned to him for creative spark, and if he if he can find even those first few games under Mourinho, it looked like he'd sort of found a bit of form again. Um, he's a confidence player. I, I hope it works out for him because I really feel like this might be his last season to sort of prove that he's he's good enough um, for this Spurs team currently. Because there are players in his position now, Lacelso. I'm looking at you, who are, who is going. Well, if you're not performing, we've got two or three players who can come in in your in your position. But to answer your question, Hazy, what do I want to see this weekend? I want to see. Danny Rose play left back. Uh, I don't know if he's in 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 the squad at all, but I'd like to see I'd like to see what he's still got. I honestly think we're we're lacking 
at, at left back. I loved seeing Ryan Sessegnon have a decent game. I don't think he's a left back though. I don't think we can sort of force him into that position. So for me, we need to either say, right, Danny Rose is good enough or Danny Rose goes. Ben Davis, you know my thoughts on Ben Davis. Um, <laughs> and it, it, I, again, I'd, I'd also quite like to see Juan Foyt at right back because that's what Poch was really angling for last season before the injury. Um, he clearly had a lot of faith in him becoming a good right back. I'd, fullbacks for me are, are our main issue. I think the midfield can be so, solved. I think there's with Hoiberg, you've got a sort of solution. But the back, the back line was where we created all of our own troubles last year. And I just want to see a more... A clean sheet against Ipswich. Good start. I mean, it is Ipswich, but it's a good start. Let's never take away from a clean sheet. And, yeah, I just want to see us work work more on the defensive side of things. Um, so we've got um, Ndombele back, Rose back, and then hope some sort of excitement field and then Harry Kane scoring possibly would be a nice one that would be um, lovely you know you always want them to get like seeing Sonny score two already I love that and I love that he, again another player who really really deserved an extended break was Sonny mate the guy has played back to back to back so much yeah so but sh- sharp as anything a couple of lovely yeah, finishes that, so. that finish was lovely Um. right short and sweet today um, we'll be back next week where we'll have two games to dissect. So, um, yeah, keep uh, keep across it. And uh, we'll be back for you on Tuesday evening. Um, I hope you enjoyed the pod. If you have, please do leave us a review and uh, leave us a, a rating as well. Fives only. Keep it logged. Um, and, yeah, we'll see you all uh, next Tuesday. Thanks for listening to Oh What A Night. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.